What's good, your man Will Freeman, RevolutionaryLifestyleDesign.com, talking to you today about why life, specifically your life, is so expensive and what to do about it. If you've grown up in a Western country like I did, you look around when you're in your 20s and you're working, and if you were anything like I did, you think, how does everyone afford this? You've got people with brand new cars, you've got people with brand new condos, car costs, you know, $30,000, the condos in Toronto, $300,000, okay? They're going out for dinner every night. They're spending $300 a week on alcohol. I would think, how does everyone afford this? Okay, three answers. Three answers to why life is so expensive and what to do about it. The first one's inflation, okay? The first one in why life is so expensive is inflation, okay? it's. 3% a year, all right? We're not getting the real numbers. I'd say I bet it's closer to 5 or 7%. That means that at those numbers, you lose 30% of your purchasing power approximately over 10 years, okay? So cars look expensive. Condos look expensive. Everything looks expensive because prices are constantly going up. Like when my mom was younger, you could go to the movies for a quarter. Now it's $15. And as your money ages, it, it consistently becomes less and less valuable. And over time, as compound interest starts to work on that, it is a significant portion of your savings, which is why you want to reinvest those in something like a high margin business or as much as you can outside of, you know, your emergency savings and cash flow. All right. So inflation is one reason why everything looks so expensive. Number two, and this, and this is how this answers my question when I was 20 or 24, how everyone is able to afford this really expensive lifestyle or look like they're able to afford it is everyone's living on credit, okay? You've got guys making seventy, hundred thousand dollars a year who are living a paycheck to paycheck. When I worked in sales where a lot of guys were earning over six figures, every one of them was paycheck to paycheck. They would find ways to spend that money, whether on condos or on suits or on houses or on renovations for the house or on the girlfriend or on the wife or on children. Everyone is living on borrowed time. Everyone's living on credit. All right. Coming out of the Great Depression, credit card companies would have been out of business because everyone had been through that depression and everyone had common sense and everyone knew not to get into all this personal debt. Okay. Now no one has that and everyone lives on insane amounts of personal debt. And I'm not talking about you've built up a stable business and have taken out, you know, maybe some some loans for marketing and advertising and stuff that, you know, you're right on top of numbers and, and you're able to use that debt um, and, and pay it back consistently through your business and it's not personal debt. Okay. That again is still a slippery slope, but that's different from the personal debt that most people have that's killing them. Okay. People leverage their entire life, their paychecks to keep up with the Joneses. Um, you know, look around at all these people eating their meals out and driving new cars. I mean, when my mom was growing up and she's in her seventies now, she said, going out to eat was something you did once every two weeks. That was like a special occasion. Now everyone's going out to eat all the time. Okay. I don't cook here in Thailand, but it's cheap. Okay. I can, I can order meals for super cheap, but it's a different thing in the West where, you know, we're talking about cars, we're talking about suits, we're talking about phones, we're talking about computers, we're talking about condos, we're talking about all this stuff that are people are buying on debt. I mean, people have payment plans for their television. It's crazy, all right? People can't afford their life, people are addicted to their paycheck. That's why guys can't start a business because they're addicted to that paycheck because they're in debt and they're living paycheck to paycheck. 
So that's number two why life looks so expensive is because everyone is willing to leverage themselves to the hair. I mean, a mediocre home in Toronto is $800,000 and people are willing to pay that, right? People are willing to pay that. And if you wanna buy that home, you have to be willing to, to, to take out a 30 year mortgage to keep up with the moron next door who does that happily, okay? It's crazy, it's crazy. Um, and number three is feminism, okay? In the 50s or so, housing prices were built for one income, right? Now that you have two incomes, women don't have a choice between, you know, working or getting married. Well, they do, but most women choose to get married anyways, and they find out that they have to work because you need two people to pay for a home. That's part of why homes are so expensive, part of why cars are so expensive, because it's built into the pricing, right? It's built into the market that two people are working. So two people have to work for the most part, unless you are, you know, very wealthy, okay? It's built into the, the housing prices. It's half the price of labor, labor, and one person can no longer afford to buy a home, especially without using credit, all right? The average guy does not have $800,000 sitting around to buy a house, unless his parents help him, or unless he's done very well. So those three reasons have made life very expensive, all right? So what do you do? What do you do about it, okay? Because you don't want to live paycheck to paycheck. You don't want to live in debt. You don't want to have, um, you know, inflation and eroding your purchasing power every year. You don't want to be living where you feel like you can't get ahead. I mean, that's how I felt, even though I was doing well in comparison to my peers. Okay, so the first thing is, number one, cut your expenses low, at least for now. You know, I moved into this tiny studio back in Canada and all I was doing was I got myself out of debt, saving money, um, cutting everything down that I didn't need and spending all my time building a business to, to get me out of it so that I wouldn't be on that hamster wheel of that treadmill for the rest of my life trying to keep up with the Joneses for things that I don't really need on, on, on money that I can't afford, okay? So first get control over your expenses. I'm not saying like, you know, getting crazy where you're you're not having that coffee every day, okay? That one or two dollars isn't gonna kill you, but that 700,000 mortgage will, or that $40,000 car payment that you don't, you know, car note that you don't need, those things will kill you. And your student loan debt will kill you, okay? Like those those big items, focus on getting your expenses down, get rid of those, and, and, and building up a, a savings account and a savings net. And then number two, all right, is get rich, okay? That's the fastest way to pay down your debt. That's the best way to get yourself off the hamster wheel. That's the best way to buy your freedom. That's the best way to get control over your time. Especially in today's economy, you need to you need to get rich, all right? You need to focus on getting, you know, you had all those people protesting against the 1%. No, you need to get yourself to that 1%, okay? Not sitting outside occupying people people's business. You need to get to that 1%, all right? The system is beyond repair, it's, it's, it's messed up, all right? It's messed up beyond your control of fixing it. You just need to get rich and get to that 1% and, and be able to take care of yourself and your people, okay? And that means, in a Western country, that means getting to six figures. That's the 1%, by the way, six figures. First of all, Western income is the 1% if we're including the entire world. The real, in the West, 1% is, is 100 grand a year. Okay, so most of those kids that were protesting came from the 1%, came from their parents were the 1% or higher, all right? So you need to get into that 1% 
to be able to survive and to be to be able to to thrive in today's economy. You don't have that for those cheap houses in the fifties and that forty year job and the retiring with the gold watch and the marriage that probably won't end in divorce. You don't have any of those things today. So you got to focus on taking care of yourself and getting up to six figures. And the way that I tell you to do that is is learn how to sell, find a valuable service, start a sales based service business, go hard at putting in the numbers, and you will get to six figures. Real estate insurance, copywriting, personal training. I've got a list of 31 six-figure service businesses which you can check out on my site or in the videos. I've got an article on how to start a service-based business. Um, you can check out my book, How to Sell, at revolutionarylifestyledesign.com slash products. That gives you how to get in, how to learn how to sell through a corporate job, how to survive, thrive, build your exit plan, and build your service-based business and your path to freedom. Okay, It's all there for you. That is what I recommend, all right? Focusing on getting rich, getting that business, getting control over your time, getting control of your revenue. Money is very important, okay? And don't let anyone tell you otherwise, all right? The other thing you can do in terms of getting rich is you can take that service business and take it online and geo-arbitrage your income somewhere cheaper, like Latin America or Southeast Asia. I'm in Southeast Asia, and where I am, $4,000 a month gets you to the top 1%. The cost of living is at least a third cheaper. Um, the cost of housing is in Chiang Mai is like a fifth of what it is in Toronto. So you get that benefit just by hopping on a plane. And you also get the benefit of you can set up a favorable tax structure, which is complicated and beyond the scope of this video. But if you are able to set that up, you can set up a very low tax structure or no taxes, you know, depending on the residency laws for your Canada and tax residency and, and things of that nature. Um, but, you know, you've got a high margin business that you reinvest in to take care of inflation. You've got no credit. Um, you're living in a cheaper country, so you've dodged the housing prices. Now you can get your taxes to very low or, or in some cases, no taxes. So that $4,000 a month that gets you into the 1% is now the equivalent of $7,000 a month that, that would be pre-tax in a Western country, all right? And you're living in a much cheaper country. So now you're even in a better position, all right? So those are, are two major, major options that you can do, right? And and that will effectively work to to get you ahead of the game, get you where you're like, okay, I'm, I'm on top of things. I'm not just trying to tread water every month and I'm trying to keep up with this insane expensive lifestyle that everyone seems to be living. And you know, you're not crazy if you think that, if you not think how's it so expensive, how's everyone surviving? How's everyone doing this? Cause they're mortgaged to the hill, dude. They're living on credit and they're paycheck to paycheck. And the more money they make, the more ways they find to spend it and, and the more debt they accumulate. All right, you need to, to find a way to, to get yourself out of that, to get yourself ahead, to get yourself above water, to get yourself starting to be comfortable and, and, and you know, to get yourself wealthy and, and living a high quality of life. And the way you do that is you cut your expenses and you focus on getting rich. And that's it. So I hope you found that useful. Again, check out the other material that I mentioned on my site, revolutionarylifestyledesign.com. Got a ton of information on that. Um, check out the money section on my website to find all that stuff. And check out my book, How to Sell, if you're interested in learning how to get paid and how to sell and how to build a service-based business.
And that's it. So thanks so much for watching. Uh, wish you all the best in your personal development journey.